0: Hello, Ideas Without Borders listeners. Today I've brought to you my lovely prof, Professor Allison Janikora. She teaches me MT120, our circuits. Um, And we'll just dive right into it. So tell us a little bit about yourself and why you chose the STEM field.
1: Well, I chose to get into the STEM field because I had always really enjoyed both math and science in school, um, but I wasn't entirely sure I wanted to go into just pure math or go into just a pure science. I liked how things work and how things fit together and how to take that knowledge and make something so engineering seemed like a better fit.
0: Makes sense, makes sense. While you were were in this field and getting into all of this kind of stuff, what kind of hurdles did you face and how did you overcome them?
1: So I think one of my biggest hurdles was probably just confidence, just Mm -hmm. believing in myself that, yeah, I can do this and this is not necessarily you know, an easy, straightforward program. You have to learn to think more critically, think more creatively, and not be afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much of what we're taught in our earlier years in school doesn't reward failure, mm-hmm. and we can get very reluctant to take chances.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I know that's definitely the case for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... With regards to that and the hurdle, like when you were overcoming these hurdles, did you experience any imposter syndrome or um, did you find that if you did something when you were younger, it would help you better prepare yourself
1: for this field? So I'll answer that in two parts. Uh, in terms of imposter sy- syndrome, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is not something I experienced just as a student. That is something I have experienced both in, as a student in the school on co-op work terms, when I worked in industry and even now as a prof, You know, there's always that little voice that wants to say, you know, you're not cut out for this or you're not good enough. And Mm -hmm. it's so easy to get lost in, you know, the one piece of criticism or the one piece where we weren't as successful as we wanted to be and to forget about all the other successes we've had.
0: Right, it's easy to disproportionately overblow one failure. Absolutely.
1: yeah. And the challenge is just in reframing that And, you know, looking at it as a learning opportunity instead of a failure.
0: Right. Okay. And with regards to, like, being more prepared from a younger age, what do you think really kind of hones the STEM side of a student from a young age?
1: So I think the...
0: Or, like, nurtures um, it out.
1: You know, I think one of the things that we can do to help our, our children or our upcoming future engineers is really fostering that creativity and that sense of exploration Mm -hmm. so often in school now you know we reward the kid who can put their hand up first with Mm -hmm. an answer and it's not that they thought critically or thought it through and came to that conclusion oftentimes that simply means they knew the answer right and we don't reward failure Mm -hmm. right so much of what we do in schools it rewards memorization
0: right so Um, Just kind of like a sub-question under that, like, with regards to rewarding failure, what do you think you would do differently if you were a teacher in grade school versus a professor now?
1: So, even as a prof, that's probably one of the biggest challenges. Right. You know, we're we're in a system where we have to assign a grade. Mm -hmm. We have to ensure that a basic level of competence is met. And that can make it very difficult to structure an assignment that Mm -hmm. rewards failure. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's one of those things I'm not sure I have all the answers for, but Mm -hmm. I can speak to what I do myself. Um, As I'm sure you're aware, one of the things I do is on an exam, if you can at least recognize your answer is wrong Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and say, this doesn't make sense, I will give you a mark for that. Because recognizing hey, something's off here, mm-hmm. maybe you don't have time to fix it.
0: But just writing in a
1: comment. But at you least know. you've acknowledged, hey, I know this is not right.
0: Right, right. And that definitely helps with resiliency, for sure. Once you realize, okay, yeah, failure is just a part of growing, then you can help use it to make you better.
1: Absolutely. Right.
0: Um, another question regarding more gender inequality-based, uh, theory, like, Overhead overarching topic is how do you think the process of going through engineering for you a woman impacts differently than for say a man?
1: I think it's a lot of very subtle things Mm -hmm. Um, And it's often very difficult to put your finger on it Um, I have a colleague that we've Talked a fair bit about this and we refer to it as death by a thousand paper cuts (laughs) It's not it's very rare that you get the very overt very clear sort of sexism going yeah. on. It does happen. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say it doesn't. It's absolutely exists. But it's far more common to experience those kinds of microaggressions.
0: Right.
1: Right? The subtle comment, the subtle look. Mm-hmm. And it can be very easy to start doubting yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Any one of the problem is that any one of those things on their own, to challenge it or to kind of call it out, can often be interpreted as whining or complaining right. but when you multiply it by a thousand it becomes a big issue so right. it can be very hard to fight back just because of the number just because of the sheer number mm-hmm. and personally one of the things that i found it helped help the most is when i have colleagues that acknowledge it's happening mm-hmm. or you have fellow students that acknowledge yeah that that is happening and you're not crazy
0: right? Right. It right. can also
1: become very easy to feel, and this feeds the imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. that feeling that, am I just overreacting to this? Mm-hmm. Or was that really happening? Am I just misinterpreting this? Mm-hmm. Because it's so many little things that build up, Yeah. but it can wear you down. Mm-hmm. But when you have somebody else recognize, yeah, this is real, it makes it easier to deal with. Right, right.
0: Um... With regards to that, do you think there are any resources students could reach out to now, or like anything they could do for themselves to help them combat that?
1: I think one of the biggest things you can do for yourself is just the self-care aspect. Right. Right? Being aware that, yeah, this does happen. We're, we've made great strides compared to how it was years ago, but we're certainly not there yet. hmm um, and it's not just in terms of women in engineering. There's a yeah. lot of other aspects that are, still aren't there on equality for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just recognizing, yeah, it is real.
0: Mm-hmm. Just giving the acknowledgement that it's there yeah. is one step forward.
1: Yeah. And something you can do if you witness it happening to somebody else is just acknowledge, mm-hmm. right? Like As I said, having that acknowledgement from my colleagues, mm-hmm. yeah, I do see that this is happening, yeah. went a long way to me being able to feel... Like no, it's names. still not okay that it's happening but at least i know it's not in my head
0: right right cuz you have other people empathizing and sympathizing exactly. with you so you can be like you're kind of in it together
1: yeah exactly and having those allies mm-hmm. makes a huge difference
0: definitely i've definitely experienced it myself even though you know I'm just the beginning right now um Okay, and the other question we, would have, we have for you today is what advice would you give the next generation of women or anyone who you feel like might be experiencing inequality in the STEM field?
1: The best advice I can give is you kind of have to decide which things you're going to fight back against mm-hmm. and which things you're going to accept. Not that they're okay, but maybe we can't deal with those first. You kind of have to pick your battles and, you know, as we change one thing, we'll get to those other things. And the second advice that we give is having that supportive network, Mm -hmm. having not defining yourself by your job, Mm -hmm. right? Having things that you do outside of work or school Mm -hmm. that you do just for you is so important Mm -hmm. and having those allies,
0: right okay yeah so just building that support system is really important
1: absolutely mm-hmm.
0: i think waterloo does a good job of that just because it's a cohort system itself because you get to know your classmates and you know we work with better who you don't work with so well
1: absolutely it makes it easier to find those allies within right. your class too mm-hmm.
0: yeah which is really helpful because you guys are going to see each other for the remainder of the years you're here for yep. And as a bonus, just, you know, for us uh, struggling engineers and other STEM majors, how did you manage your
1: time when you were in your undergrad versus
0: now or, like, later on?
1: So in undergrad, I think the best thing we ever did was just recognize that there is always more work than you can possibly do. Right. You have to start getting smart about what is worth your time and accepting that not everything is going to be done 100%. percent hmm And along with that, we also had a rule that we implemented very early on in first year that Friday night we were going to do something fun. Okay. So whether it was just playing a game of cards, whether it was going for a walk, whether it was going to a movie, whatever it was, when you came home from class on Friday, you weren't doing work. Okay. And having that one evening a week
0: Mm -hmm. set aside
1: where it didn't matter how much work we had to do, we were taking a night off. made such a big difference. Yeah, yeah.
0: Probably something to look forward to if the week was going rough anyway. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You need that break. You're going to be more productive if you take that break.
0: Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. you have any other last tidbits of advice or comments to make?
1: Uh, No, I think I gave you the biggest ones. All right,
0: (laughs) wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope everyone enjoyed listening to my Circuits Prof. All right, uh, until next time. Yeah.